Does your life remind you of that Bill Murray movie, Groundhog's Day? Are your mornings filled with a tornado moving through your house? Does your day make you feel like you're a rag doll being pulled through the needs of your family and work requirements? My friends, you are not alone. In this episode of Putting Attention to Intention, we talk about the one micro step that'll change your morning and how you show up in the world. Join me now. Welcome to our community, friends. I am thrilled that you have found your way here. I want to give a shout out to our listeners in my backyard of Philadelphia. I love you all, and I'm so happy to have you here. Hashtag Go Eagles. If you're feeling directionless, frustrated, unfulfilled, as if you're just going through the motions of life, you have made your way to the right place. My name is Megan Miller. I offer high-performing go-getters, simple daily micro steps for putting attention to intention so they can stop sleepwalking through life and start living with more inspiration and fulfillment. I know because I've been there. I was there the majority of my life, having my life on autopilot, being the woman everyone wanted me to be, and feeling like I was just meant to do more. That is until I got brave and still enough to really uncover what I wanted. And I'm here to share my lessons with you to help you navigate through your own journey. Together, we will share small, practical steps that'll help you maximize how you show up in the world to create a life that you're passionate about. Welcome to putting attention to intention. Do your days look like that movie starring Bill Murray called Groundhog's Day, which I have to tell you is a cult classic in my book. I just love that movie. And then you have Andy McDowell. Is that her name, McDowell? With her beautiful hair. It's just like a great, great movie. For those of you that haven't given yourself the gift of that movie, it's basically, I'm going to cliff note it for you. Okay? I'm going to save you two hours, although you should watch it. It is a great movie. But it's about this guy, Bill Murray, who is just miserable in life. And he wakes up every day and it's the same day over and over and over. And it starts with that Sonny and Cher song. I got you, babe. Da, 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 da. I can go. I can see it in my head right now. And how true that can be for our lives. You know, do your mornings look like this? When you wake up, it's after aggressively hitting the snooze button a minimum of 10 times. Like I used to set my alarm with built-in snooze buttons. How bad is that? How bad is that? Definitely dropping an F-bomb as you hit that snooze button, thinking immediately that you didn't get enough sleep. And then you go through the motions of your morning, right? Like let the tornado come through. Walking the dog, getting the kids ready, getting everyone to their destination on time. And if you know your mornings looked anything like mine, I felt frazzled and it's not even nine o'clock yet. Like I didn't even get to my corporate job and I already feel frazzled. So you get everyone where they need to be, right? So you get your family taken care of and you start your day, which is then a transition to what the corporate world needs from you. 
getting the report to your boss, the helping out of your colleague who isn't keeping their weight, the client who just won't get off your ass. And then when you're done with work, comes the evening juggle. It's like a constant juggling act, right? So you're juggling the morning, then you're juggling your uh, the corporate world, and then comes the evening juggle. So you got to get food ready for the family, homework for the kids, or you're responding to the emails that you couldn't respond to during the day, or it's a combo of both. And then if you're lucky, you watch a little TV, and then you go to bed, only to start it on repeat tomorrow tomorrow, tomorrow. Cue the Sunny and Cher song. I got you, babe. Hashtag Groundhog's Day. So soon enough, you start to feel numb. You are numb to emotion. You are numb to life. You're kind of like one of those new AI robots, which by the way, scare the shit out of me. Michael it tries to get me to watch that shit on YouTube and I'm like, put it away because (laughs) I feel like they're coming to get us. But that's not the point of the podcast. So the point the point of that statement is that you feel you feel robotic in nature and then you wonder why you're feeling exhausted, directionless, and you're just you're left craving for more. And you think this can't be my life to which I say, my friends, You are not alone. You are not alone. And it all comes down to one micro step in your morning that can help you feel more in control of your mornings and start your day by doing something for yourself. You are allowing the world and the outside forces to dictate how you show up in the day, allowing yourself to almost be like a rag doll between the needs of your family and work and never taking a moment to really think about what you want out of the day. To which I say, I've been there. And boy, have I been there. I remember in my darkest moments, my routine would look like this. I would wake up and I would run to the gym because I was always running late. I would barely make it to class on time. I say that like my life, was just the Megan Miller tornado. Like I was always leaving early for one thing to arrive late to the next, to be where everyone wanted me to be. And I was never, never really even thought to ask myself, well, do I want to be here? So I would wake up and I would run to the gym. And like I said, I was always running late. So I, w- I would Megan Miller tornado my way into the class. And then I would run home and I would leave late for my commute, which I never left on time. I always just gave myself the bare minimum. And I would felt anxiety as I would see the arrival time click later and later. And knowing that at some point in this journey, I'd have to text my boss again and say I'm running late. And then I would feel like shit before I even got into work. And I would think, God, I'm such a loser. I never give myself enough time. So I would have all of this anxiety before I even flipped open the laptop to start my day. And then my work day would consist of moving my calendar around to make the 11th hour request of my boss, the company, the client, my team, and having to eat lunch at three o'clock at my desk, basically shoveling it down my mouth like I was Cookie Monster 
because I couldn't even grant myself the time to eat a regular meal. And then I would get home about 7.30 or 8 because I, I wouldn't dare leave work until I got the majority of what others needed from me done. And then I would eat dinner over the kitchen sink with my boyfriend at the time, laying on the couch, the house would be destroyed and I would have to walk the dog and then I would go to bed. And then I would do that on repeat the next day, the next day, the next day. And then I wonder why I was miserable in my life at the time. I was binge drinking any moment that I got, any moment. I was 20K in debt because I was overspending anything to feel that I was worthy. So the handbag, the new car, whatever it was, then I couldn't afford. So I was overspending and I was in a loveless relationship. And when you look back at the at the day that I just described to you, do you see any sort of themes there? I was not taking any time for myself to do anything that made me happy. I didn't even know what happy was for me. My days revolved around whether what others needed from me. I ask you this, how are you showing up in your days? Do your days seem like a whirlwind full of others' needs and wants from you? Are you your own tornado? Do you feel like you're living in Groundhog's Day? At the end of the day, Do you feel physically and just emotionally exhausted? And how do we change that? How do we start to show up more in our lives? In our already stretched hours, we only have so much bandwidth, right? How do we make time for ourselves? And this one micro step is a great place to start. You ready for it? by keeping the first promise that you made to yourself the night before, getting up when the alarm rings. That's it. By doing that one simple step, you have started your day by keeping the first promise to yourself. When you go to the World Wide Web, you will see a tsunami of morning routines. Drinking the cow smoothie, meditating for an hour, getting up at 5 a.m., doing an hour of Pilates. And listen, do I think that if you can infuse those things in your lifestyle, that it's beneficial? Absolutely. Do it. But how many of us have the time to put together this scale, the kale smoothie, meditate for an hour, do an hour of Pilates? You know, it makes me think of that Mark Wahlberg skit um, with James Corbin. You have to you have to YouTube it. Uh, but Mark Wahlberg has this crazy ass schedule. Um, and it just makes me think of that, that, that when you look online, there's all of this information that bombards us on what we need to do to have a strong morning ritual. And it just doesn't fit with the majority of our lifestyles. Uh, you know, so we think, that we can't do these things. I'm not getting up at freaking 5 a.m. I'm not doing the cow smoothie. I'm not meditating for an hour. I don't have the time, money, the bandwidth to do any of these things. So I'm just going to continue in my routine, which leaves us miserable and unfulfilled. And it's just a cycle that we get into. I'm here to tell you, my friends, you don't need to get up at 5 a.m. You don't need the cow smoothie. You don't need the hour of meditating. You don't need the hour of Pilates. 
I used to be a believer that I had to get up at the same time every day. It was on autopilot. I was on autopilot with it. I had my alarm set. I would just hit the on button. And when I heard Mel Robbins talk about how she sets her alarm, which is based on the amount of sleep that she's going to get, and she's bound and determined to get between seven to eight hours of sleep. So she will set her alarm based on what time she's able to go to bed the night before. And when I heard that, which sounds simple enough, it was like I was granted a permission slip that my morning alarm could change based on the night before. And my friends, I'm here to grant you that same gift. You don't need to get up at the same time every day. What you do need to do is set the alarm based on when you go to bed, giving yourself seven to eight hours of sleep. And when that alarm goes off in the morning, that time that you agreed to yourself the night before you get up, that's it. That is all you do. By doing this one simple task, you have kept the promise that you made to yourself the night before. And I know it sounds too simple, right? I know you're thinking, okay, Meg, is that really it? Or you can be like my girlfriend who I told this to the other day, and she's like, I fucking hate the alarm clock. Well, when you go in with that sort of thought process, how do you think this is going to work out for you? So I ask you to be open, be open and try it, my friends. What do you have to lose to in one week from now be in the same spot you are you are right now? Doesn't seem like a big loss to me. Here's the other cool thing that I want to share with you. There is science behind why this works. You ever hit the snooze like 10 times, right? Or even even three times, right? And you ever wonder why that 30 extra minutes of sleep in 10 minute increments didn't do it? You get up, you feel groggy. And the first thing you think of is that you didn't get enough sleep. That's because your sleep cycles were all jacked. Have you ever had this happen to you? You get up, you turn the alarm off accidentally, and then you just think to yourself, I'm just going to lay back down for a quick second. And then fast forward two hours later, you jolt up and you think, holy shit, it's way too bright in here. (laughs) That's because our sleep cycles are now it varies depending on person and you can look online. There's so much analysis around this. Basically, your sleep cycles are between 90 minutes to two hours long. And when you jack up that sleep cycle, you wake up feeling groggy. It takes your body longer to get out of that cycle and it jacks up your nervous system. So you can get eight plus hours of sleep. But if you jack up how you're waking up, then you're jacking up your body for the majority of the next day. It's been rumored that it'll take your body four hours to wake up when you go through that snooze alarm cycle. So no wonder why you're already feeling groggy in the morning. You're feeling like you didn't get enough sleep, or at least that's the story you're telling yourself. And then boom, starts the tornado of the outside world, which continues until you go to bed. So my friends, start showing up for yourself in the morning by starting your morning, by keeping the first promise to yourself, getting up for yourself. You want to kick it up a notch? Take away the temptation. 
get that damn phone away from the bedside table where it's easy to hit that snooze button. Get yourself a, I don't even know how much they cost, what, 20 bucks? Get a $20 phone charger, place the charger in the bathroom. This way you're forced to get up. It's a mind trick that works. Michael had got me one. I It was intended for my bedside table, but I had moved it in the bathroom. And when I am brushing my teeth at night, uh, doing my moisturizer, because as a almost 40 year old woman, that is very crucial to my routine. I am fighting these wrinkles tooth and nail. So I will put that phone in the charger in the bathroom as part of my nighttime routine. So I don't even have it on me when I go to bed. And it has been a game changer, changer in how I sleep, changer in how I get up in the morning because I am forced to get up and go to the bathroom versus just putting my arm out on the side. So take away the temptation. Try it for five days. And when you're ready, I want you to add in another micro step. And that is to infuse what we talked about in last week's episode. Episode number 21, getting clear on what you want for your life with this one simple micro step. And in that episode, we talk about a five minute morning practice that'll have you stepping out into the world with a clear idea on what you want, your vision and your dreams for the world versus what the world tells you that you want. I want to hear from you all and how these micro steps are showing up in your life. What's what's working? What are you struggling with? What would you like to hear more of? And there are several ways you can get in touch with me. Send me a direct message, or I guess the kids are saying DM. DM me directly on Instagram, megan.b.miller. Post on Insta and tag us, hashtag attention to intention, or email me directly, megan at megan-miller.com. Thank you for taking the time to be here. And most importantly, for taking the first step in investing in yourself. If you liked what you heard, please do make sure to subscribe so you're up to date on the latest episodes. And share our podcast with three people in your tribe that you know it would help benefit. I'm a huge believer in the power of sharing content, especially when that message is around putting power back into your own life. I would love to hear from you all. If this episode meant something to you or you'd like to share something with our community, please reach out to me on Instagram, megan.b.miller. Also, if you feel inclined, please comment and rate the podcast. It does make a difference in sharing our community. Till next time, carry on with intention.